So all he remembers is he was standing there and out of the darkness, he saw what he said, and I quote, an angry Ned Flanders attack him. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Yeah. From Capital Broadcasting Company, this is WRAL Out and About. I am your host, Kathy Hanrahan, and this is a podcast about everything fun happening in the Triangle. And we're moving into the whole Halloween time of year. And we just, I love a good ghost story, but I also I'm, I'm fascinated by just spirits in general. So I figured I, I would talk to people who who seek out to find out more about the paranormal. So I've got the Ghost Guild folks in here today. So I'm excited. So I've got Nelson and Nick, um, and they're here. We were investigating a little bit in the studio, kind of walking around, trying to see if there was anything there. Well, there's got to be stuff at WRAL. Can you tell me a little bit about the history of what's around us? Uh, sure. Uh, of course, you have uh, Dorothea Dix just down the road, which is uh, theorized to be haunted, incredibly haunted. Um, then you have the uh, cr- famous Crybaby Lane, which used to be a orphanage that actually burnt to the ground. And then uh, prior to that, the whole area was a plantation, which from past experiences, uh, we've done a couple plantations and they are usually have paranormal activity there as well. So it's kind of like a perfect storm of uh, history that could produce paranormal happenings. How long have you each been, um, like, interested in this and seeking out this type of investigation? And I feel like a while. I had my first um, experience when I was about seven years old. And that is what kind of triggered an interest. At first it was a fear. And it wasn't until about ten years ago that I started, like, decided I was going to try to get answers or seek answers to what exactly had happened and I started um, working with a paranormal team, uh, started joining some of their investigations, and uh, I've actually, since then, I've been a member of two different teams until we started our own team about two years, and a half, two and a half years ago. So let's talk about this experience you had when you were seven. Yeah. Where, where are you originally from? Are you from here? I'm originally from, originally from Montreal, Canada. Okay. Uh, French is my first language, so I don't have the accent anymore. But uh, I was, it was time for me to go to bed. My parents had pretty much said, you need to go up, to, go to the, your bedroom. And uh, I was walking up the stairs, and it was a bi-level. And I turned the corner to the staircase, and all of a sudden, I froze. I looked up the stairs, and there was this figure. And the only way I could really describe it, it was almost like a staticky figure. Like if you were watching like TV at night and the mm-hmm. you know, station was off the air. It was just like kind of white, black, just mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> static. Yeah. And uh, it was a perfect outline of uh, what seemed like a man. And what was interesting about it is that in his right hand, um, he, there was something that was coming from his right hand coming down towards the ground, and mm-hmm. it looked like it was a dog, okay. like if he had a leash with a dog. And it was just there. And I have no idea how long this lasted for. All I know is at some point I was able to somewhat release myself from what this felt like this lock wow. and turn back around and went downstairs and told my mother, there's, there's a man upstairs. So of course, she followed me up mm-hmm. and there was nothing there. Uh, but I've always had weird feelings in that house. Um, I remember my parents, they would, when I would be home alone, um, I would open all the doors, all the garage mm-hmm. doors. I would wait outside for my parents to arrive because I did not feel comfortable being in the house. 
so that that was my trigger. Did um, you ever find out any if that anything had ever happened in the house? Did you ever get kind of a history of the house? I did uh, years and years after moving out of the house when I was visiting the area again. I happened to uh, go and, and speak with the neighbors and they indicated to me that the p- prior owners of the man who had a dog had died in that house. Oh, wow. So I don't know if it was him, but, very but well it certainly been, yeah. is an interesting coincidence. I wonder why certain people, I feel like, are more open or able to see things or connect with things. I mean, obviously, you know, the man appeared to you, but not to, not to your mom. Yeah. So you think that kind of ch- opened you up to wanting to learn more about what had happened? Yeah, well, there's just different types of hauntings. Um, there's residual, there's intelligence. Um, I don't know if it was just perfect point in time where all of a sudden I was mm-hmm. able to see this. Uh, I didn't feel any interaction, um, although it certainly felt weird, at least in my mind. I felt like I was kind of locked there, that I couldn't move. So I, uh, it's, it's, wow. it's a hard one. I don't, still don't have the answers yet. but Wow, that's, a, that's an interesting story. Okay, Nick, what about you? I kind of grew up with it. I didn't have anything paranormal happen to me, but it seemed like everybody in my family, from my mom being chased out of a graveyard when she was a teenager by a voice at, you know, two o'clock in the morning, Um, my sister saw a woman in a white gown in our condo at the beach, Uh, my brother, who used to be stationed in Kiwanico, Virginia, as a Marine, used to see things all the time up there. Uh, I just kind of grew up with it. Uh, Stories in my family, I did a lot of research, like even in kindergarten, I used to do book reports on ghosts and UFOs and things like that. So it was always kind of there, you know, in your life. It was always a fascination. And then, uh, like I said, I grew up with it and uh, I didn't do my first investigation until 2006. Mm -hmm. I had just gotten out of the Coast Guard and all that's when all the paranormal tv shows were on Mm -hmm. like ghost hunters and things like that and i didn't know that that there's groups that actually did that it's like man that looks incredibly interesting i want to do that so i uh got on myspace (laughs) (laughs) back then yes we're going back in history dating yourself (laughs) yeah uh got on myspace and found a real small group out of raleigh that i went to and um, just so happens the one location that we did to this day is arguably the most haunted place I've ever been. And it's a, I can't say exactly where it is, but it's a, like a farm or stables area, uh, northwest of Raleigh, really pretty much out in the middle of nowhere. You showed me a photo that was from that investigation. It was very creepy. Yes. Uh, the first investigation I ever did, um, uh, there's a, I don't know if, uh, there's a thing called EVP. It stands for Electronic Voice Phenomena. It's basically, you have a voice recorder, and you ask, you record yourself asking questions and talking, and you go back and listen to it, and you hear voices that you didn't hear while you were sitting there. They actually respond to what you're saying. First night that I went out, I had my voice recorder, and we conducted an e- what they call an EVP session. You just ask questions wait maybe 20 seconds in total silence, ask another question. And I thought to myself, you know, if there's any voices in between these questions, you know, that's, I'm sitting here living oh, yeah. it like you see on TV, you know. I wasn't expecting to get anything. Yeah. And when I got home and something responded to us, it was, 
it was incredible. It was an incredible wow. feeling. And then uh, also, as I was going through my photos, uh, I caught what appeared to be the image of a little girl standing out in the middle of a field uh, next to a building that certainly wasn't there when I was taking the pictures. You know, I took a series of about 30 pictures in a row, just continuously back and forth. That's the only picture that it showed up in. Wow. So that That's creepy. that place pretty <laughs> much got me hooked. And then the next investigation we went on, we actually caught in a one of the best EVPs I've ever collected this day of a little girl in that same exact area responding to things that we were saying. So it could have possibly been the, the figure that you captured in the image, I, possibly speaking. Correct. Um, uh, that's actually yeah. why we, we were... We saw the image, and my girlfriend at the time wanted to communicate with mm -hmm. it. She she loves children, and she's like, oh, I want to go out there and try to see mm -hmm. if I can get it to talk to us, and wow. she was successful. <laughs> have you ever, in either of your investigations, have you ever felt threatened by um, a spirit or, or a ghost? or Have you ever felt uncomfortable, like maybe it wished you harm, like it didn't want you there? I can't say I've ever felt... Um, threatened, uh, certainly every once in a while there's just this level of fear that comes, mm -hmm. you know, about you're walking these hallways, you're completely alone, and all of a sudden you get the EBGBs, that's kind of normal. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but no, I don't, I, I, I can't say for myself that I've ever felt like I was actually threatened or fear, fear for my life or anything like that. What about you? Yeah, it's hard. There's a fine line between, you know, when you're walking in a giant abandoned prison at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, you have to d figure out, okay, mm -hmm. am I just being psyched out because this place is incredibly yeah. scary or am I actually sensing something here? Mm -hmm. um, I have had a couple instances where I just said, okay, I need to get out of here. Something doesn't feel right. Something doesn't mm -hmm. want me here. Um, yeah. I've had that happen in private residences. It's not very common. Um, mm -hmm. One private residence, uh, in Lenore, North Carolina, uh, was pretty creepy. I had to step out for a few minutes. I just, as Nelson said, got the heebie-jeebies. You just, you're uncomfortable, um, and yeah, you have to kind of separate and, uh, yourself. Yeah, uh, there's been a couple instances, but uh, I've never actually been attacked or anything like you that. You never felt like, yeah, that it meant to harm, something that was going to harm right. you if you didn't leave. Okay. Right. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. I'm I, glad to I, hear. I can't. I speak for myself. I know people that have been harmed, but mm -hmm. luckily, uh, I haven't. Now, when they've been harmed, has it been like something's been thrown at them? That's what I always think. I always think of like a poltergeist throwing like a TV um, at you or something. This was uh, very bizarre. We were doing a. Uh, this was a long time ago. We're doing a factory in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, we were just. It was a bad night. It was freezing cold. None of my equipment was working because it was so cold. And it was just one of those nights where everything was going wrong. And uh, me and uh, my uh, friend were sitting in this room in total darkness. And I had my night vision camera on him. And I, and uh, he's just sitting there kind of taunting, trying to get something to happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's just... You know, saying cuss words and things like that, doing anything to get anything something to, to get happen, a reaction. and yeah. getting his frustration out. I felt like he was kind of venting, mm -hmm. and then he just kind of stopped, just stopped moving altogether. I didn't think anything of it. I thought he was just, you know, just taking a break for a second. Mm -hmm. Next thing I know, he falls flat on his face, 
He's out. What happened to him? <laughs> his explanation, we laugh at him. It's really not funny, but the way his explanation was, all he remembers is he was standing there, and out of the darkness, he saw what he said, and I quote, an angry Ned Flanders attack him. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Yeah. So and it just, we, we wow. were like, what? You know, what, an angry Ned Flanders. Of all like, things, yeah. Yeah, he things, said it looked, looked like Ned Flanders. He had a mustache and glasses on. Think, wow. Next thing you know, he's on the floor. Wow. And, uh, wow. So, that's pretty extreme. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely not one yeah, of those things you want to see. But yeah, it's terrible to think of, you know, someone... I guess he made him angry. Yeah, and it, like I said, you just never know what you're going to get into. I and mean, this is mm-hmm. a factory. It was an American Standard factory. They used to make toilets and. So you don't know what's there. Yeah, I mean. you just don't know. You don't. We didn't know the history of the place. Mm-hmm. Somebody could have been murdered right there. We we just didn't know. You talked about going to a prison. Have you been to the Moundsville, the prison in West Virginia? Yes. My husband's from Moundsville. Oh wow. Oh. Yes, his parents still live in Moundsville. Interesting. And that's how I know. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a prison. They live, like, not far from the prison. And, like, there's, like, an ice cream shop nearby and stuff. We'd be like, there's the prison. And, like, my mother-in-law's like, we should all go do a tour at the prison. And I was like, you know, no, I don't, <laughs> don't really want to hang out at the prison. But we've talked about it before, though. But, yeah, very, very, it's known for being quite haunted, having a lot of stuff. So that must have been very scary. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's. <laughs> compounded by the fact that across the street there's a giant Indian burial mound. Mm-hmm. So Which is just, how it got its name. Yeah. 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 And uh, if I remember correctly, 998 people officially, that's officially, mm-hmm. died there. That's wow. not counting, you know, people getting, you know, filleted underground and things like that. It's awful, though, yeah. to think about just, just to think about all of the history that kind of lives and probably still remains there. And, You you mentioned that Moundsville is unique that uh, they had a, I think it was in the mid-80s, the uh, inmates actually took over the prison, Mm -hmm. and they had a certain set of demands, and one of them was that they were allowed to graffiti their cells, and a lot of that graffiti is still in the cells. Oh, so that's going to be really creepy. Going from cell to cell and seeing what all these people drew is amazing. I mean, you go into one room, and it's... Obviously, it's going to be satanic symbols and things like that. And you go to the next room, it's unicorns and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow, it's just so different. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's in, in one of the, the lunch area, they had a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle mural. It's like, what? <laughs> wow. It's very bizarre. So where are some of the most haunted places in North Carolina? Or you know, let's talk about North Carolina first, but you've been to. Any really haunted places in, in our state? Well, no, you mentioned your... your the house that you talked about yeah, where you the I just I call it the stables I call it the stables in yeah. terms of uh, where places where people can actually visit um, I would have to say I, I, I don't know if it's necessarily the most haunted one but it certainly doesn't really it never really disappoints us and that's the USS Battleship North Carolina in Wilmington we actually um, reserve the ship twice a year we do it both night of the uh, Riverfest Festival and the Azaleas Festival. And there's a reason why we do that, because those are the nights that there are fireworks across the Cape Fear River. And we find that just the sound of the fireworks going off, when you're in the hull of the ship, it sounds like you're in battle. I mean, oh. that you're being attacked. So it's more likely to trigger trigger reactions. Correct, trigger activity. So some of the nights that have been the most active on that ship for us have been uh, nights were of the fireworks, which is why we we have it 
those two nights, the two nights that there were fireworks. That uh, That's interesting. Yeah. One really interesting one um, was myself and one of the participants of that investigation. We were in um, the secured area, which we didn't really know at the time that it was the secured area, but we were just talking and uh, asking questions, and all of a sudden you hear this man's voice saying, Get out! And when, um, I mean, it's very clear, uh, and when, when we ended up going back to the battleship staff and, and played it and told them where we caught that, he said, well, you know, you're not supposed to be in that area. That's, an, uh, that's a secure off-limits area. Mm -hmm. So that kind of made sense there, too. <laughs> the SIGBAY is always uh, pretty active as well. One of the maybe two investigations ago, we had two team members that were in there, and um, all of a sudden they heard a sound. And then they said, oh, can, can you do that again? And then you hear bed springs. So oh. the, the entire sig bay is nothing but these, well, where they used to have, you know, the mattresses and all, but now it's just the bed springs that are left. And you hear something moving bed springs. And then they repeat again, wow, you know, where are you? Can you do that again? And then you hear a really loud, like, slap onto the bed springs and you hear even hear the the, the springs reverb like back and forth wow. after the hit so that that was that was very interesting um sorry guys i had to, my mom was accidentally <coughs> calling me and she's got the baby uh and uh it, it so i text her I said, you know i'm recording right now she knows i'm and she's like oh sorry it was an accident i butt dialed you you know the baby's crying you know <laughs> blah 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 and now my husband's calling like, act like I, they know what i'm doing um, <laughs> they're very interesting. Um, but yeah, that sounds absolutely just really creepy, but it sounds amazing. And it's, I guess it's because of the reaction, you know, they're awakened by things. What other places in North Carolina? Well, I think that to kind of finish on that, I think what was interesting about that one is that was, that was physical. It wasn't mm -hmm. just a voice. That was, there was some energy, like physical energy that had to be used to make those springs move. So that... That's what I wondered also, like, so we've talked about hearing voices or seeing an image. So how often do you guys have energy, seen energy that moves something? Because we were talking about kind of, move, how it, you know, enough that could move a spring. Is that like a, a, is that like a super ghost thing? I'm like, <laughs> what are the levels of ghost? Um, is that like up here, you know? It's kind of rare that that happens, but um, I've had, I had a... Uh, stationary camera this is at the battleship um at the in the uh, mess hall and all the tables at the mess hall have lips on them because when you're underway the boat's moving and it prevents there's a lip on the table that prevents stuff from falling off yeah. and i actually had an infrared light uh mounted on one of the tables for one of my stationary cameras and something pulled that light off the table actually went over the lip and oh. over the side hmm. so uh that was interesting and uh, another uh, friend of mine, her camera, this is also in the sick bay, she had a bunch of stuff happening and she said, you, you know, if you want to do something crazy, use the energy for my camera to uh, do one last thing. Her camera was dead. To this day, it will not work. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. And you see it on the video, you know, she's asking the question and it goes blank. Wow. And it's been, her camera has been a brick ever since. And so where do you publish things like this? Do you, like, put together, you know, like a report or, like, you put on your website? Like, how can people see, like, they wanted to see more of what you've, you've done over at, at, like, the battleship? We certainly post a lot of these uh, on um, on our website. Uh, we'll also post them on Facebook. We do have a Facebook page. 
uh, where we post that information um, on a yearly basis. I know we have, so for example, we have a contract with the City of Raleigh Parks and Recreation and Cultural Resources. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have exclusive access to Mordecai Historic Park. So we get to investigate that location three times a year. In exchange, during the Haunted Mordecai mm -hmm. Festival, we present our findings that's um, coming to up. the public. Yeah, that's, that's coming, coming up, up on the 26th. Yeah, Saturday the 26th. It's from 1 to 4. Um, and it's actually a whole festival around mm -hmm. it. Um, they have costume contests for kids up to 16. Uh, also costume contests for pets. So oh, it's cool. pet friendly <laughs> and it's kid friendly. There's food and different mm -hmm. activities. Yeah. But our presentation starts at 1.15 and we do uh, three of them back to back. So we just that's rotate so cool. people through. And uh, we just that's where we present everything that we've captured um, related to Mordecai. And uh, in addition is, to that, sorry. Is that one of the more haunted places that you've encountered in the area? Do you? It's, it's really hit or miss. Um, there, there have been times that we've gone where we've gotten some really good, like, data. And I, I, I don't call, I, I, I'll very rarely call things evidence, but I'll, I'll call it data. It just hasn't okay. been proven yet, mm -hmm. you know. Um, okay. That's how, how I, I like to see it. Our, uh, but, um, yeah, so there are times where we capture some, some interesting data. There are some other times where we can go multiple investigations and just get absolutely nothing. Wow. So I think some of that ties into maybe being more of a residual type haunting. You just have to be at the right place, the right time for something okay. to replay itself. It's okay. kind of energy that's stored and some something triggers it. So we have the contract with the city of Raleigh for Mordecai. We also have exclusive access to a place that's right down the street from here, which is Theater in the Park. Mm -hmm. um, people could certainly go there to see some some shows. Dracula's coming up. That's yeah. a really mm -hmm. good one. To tell you some of the stories I've been told um, about the particular area. So um, David, um, Ira David Wood, mm -hmm. uh, the executive director, uh, was in his office and um, saw, it was after a show, and saw a child come up to his door and didn't think much about it, but then he realized, oh, wait, there shouldn't be anybody in the building. Um, looked up, the child was gone. Got up and tried to find where this child was and couldn't find him anywhere. Uh, so that was kind of an odd thing that happened with him. Uh, in that exact area, we were uh, sitting in that landing of the, uh, right outside of the office, and there were three of us, and there was no one else in the building. And we started hearing these sounds coming from the auditorium because there's a, a door that's yeah. quite close to there. And um, the sounds just got louder and louder and it sounded like someone was walking on, on the, the bleachers. Mm -hmm. So that's a, the bleacher system is one that you could actually pull in okay. and then retract. They were all pushed in at this time. No one no could, one could be walking, walking on, it. on it. And this went on. Um, like it, was, it was getting louder and louder um, to a point that we almost, we got to the point that we said, we need to turn on the lights or someone, there's someone else in here. Mm -hmm. Uh, but there wasn't. We went, turned on the lights, walked around. There was nothing there. Walked into the auditorium. Not sound quiet as can be. Turned everything off again. Went back to where we were. Left the camera. For 18 minutes, we recorded the sound of this thing walking and making this sound. And as soon as we walk into the auditorium, it stops. It stops. <laughs> yeah. So that's... That's funny. Th that's and just loud. Very mm -hmm. loud. Um, Interesting. So what about some of the more intense or more haunted places you said you, you also go to residences you've been have people called you out and you they hire you independently to come out and make sure their home is they, they feel like there's something going on and you come out and kind of just let them know how does <laughs> no. that work we um there's something strange we kind of stay away from 
private residences. Okay. Um, we've made some exceptions. We're really into history. We okay. love historical locations. So we've had people that have called us and say, hey, I live in this home. And we know there's a lot of historical significance okay. to this home. So definitely we're interested in, in mm -hmm. that. Uh, any businesses around the area, I mean, that, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're interested in those. But the residences, we just, mm -hmm. just kind of stay away. Can there's imagine, some groups yeah. that do that. But, yeah, there's a lot more involved in that, um, making I'm assessments. Sure. And you kind of need... Um, someone that's got more of a clinical mm -hmm. background to kind of assess the individuals that mm -hmm. live there. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. So tell yeah. me more about some of it. Doesn't have to be North Carolina, but the most haunted place you feel like you've been. Oof. Um, you ever seen Shawshank Redemption? Yes. The prison for that movie. It's called the Ohio State Reformatory. Mm -hmm. That place is for real. Um, mm -hmm. And I kind of have a personal connection with it because I was born about three miles away from there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have family that used to work there when it was, the, the prison shut down, I believe in 1992. And uh, it was built, geez, in the 1800s. It's, it, it was there for a very long time. Beautiful Look, too. Yeah, it looks like a castle. It doesn't look like a mm -hmm. prison. Uh, just a lot of stone work. Um, I think to this day, it's still the f biggest freestanding cell block in the world. Wow. Um, it's just very intimidating, very creepy. Mm -hmm. um, the single best piece of data I've ever collected was from there. And I thought I had the best, uh, the craziest personal experience I've ever had from there, but I debunked it, unfortunately. Well, I, I don't say unfortunately. I, that's mm -hmm. why, that's yeah. why we do it, but mm -hmm. it was kind of a buzzkill because I thought something absolutely crazy happened and I just had to throw it away because... I had a logical explanation for it. Mm -hmm. So So you said you collected some one of your best pieces of Yes. Data. Uh the first time we investigated there, this was uh with the second team I was with, we had a stationary camera down in the solitary confinement. And uh for anybody that's seen uh Shawshank Redemption, it's when the guy was in solitary confinement, you know, he he got thrown in the hole. Mm -hmm. And there in the and the, the picture and the, the view from the video that we have, you can actually see a pedestal saying, hey, this is where Andy Dufresne was in mm -hmm. solitary confinement. Um, but uh, you see down the hallway, it's only about eight feet wide on one side. It's a stone, stone wall, and on the left side, it's jail cells. It's mm -hmm. solitary confinement cells, very small. Uh, most, most of them were closed. And then you see two of our guys walking towards the camera with their flashlights and they stop and they look in one of the cells and then you just see this black mass. You can actually, when you uh, look up close to it, you can actually see a leg coming out and stepping. This black mass just shoot across the hallway, wow. like out of the wow. wall into the cell. We're seeing a shadow actually like a natural shadow completely block light like that. Wow. It was free floating. It wasn't, you know, mm -hmm. bending around any surfaces or anything like that. It just completely went across the hall, blocked everything out behind it, and just went right into the cell. Wow, that's creepy. <laughs> had mass. Yeah. It, wow. And you like I said, you could actually see the leg mm -hmm. and he was hunched over, just whew, right across the hallway. And we've tried to debunk that. I, I want to debunk that so bad, but I can't. Tried and tried and tried and tried to duplicate that. And you couldn't. And if it, uh, uh, if a real person were to do that, they'd take two steps and run right into the wall. 
We also partnered this year with Wake County uh, Public Libraries. So we'll be doing presentations like Mordecai is just Mordecai, but uh, the presentation that we'll be doing with Wake Pu uh, County Public Libraries is all of North Carolina. So we'll get to talk about the Bergwin Wright House, the USS Battleship North Carolina. So a lot of the pieces of um, a lot of the things we talked about today we'll be presenting so people will get to see the picture that you oh, saw nice. uh, and things like that. So there will be Nick of, and I. EVPs. Yeah. Oh, nice. And so we'll be going through actually um, through multiple libraries. Uh, October 9th, we'll be at Rest, uh, West Regional Library in Cary. October 23rd, we'll be at Southeast Regional Library in Garner. And then on October 28th, we'll be at the Eva H. Perry Regional Library in Apex. Nice. And well, people those can, dates and times are on our website. Nice. Well. People can just come out and meet you and find out some more information. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's free. Nice. Free, okay. free, free. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, and it's just been a really fun podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to us. go out there and uh, get my recorder and uh, see, <laughs> ask some questions and see if there's something uh, happening here at the station. Um, this has been, of course, the Out and About podcast, a production of CBC New Media and the CBC Podcast Network. If you like what you heard, give us a review. We love to hear positive things. Um, check us out on social media, WREL Out and About, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're everywhere. Uh, and happy ghost hunting, guys. <laughs>